Hello, good evening. This is Pastor Toby. Welcome to the Good Friday service at Orange Coast Church. Tonight, we remember Jesus Christ and the sacrifice he paid on the cross. Because of this, we receive life. But it was just a week ago, less than a week ago, people said, Hosanna, you are my king. We give you my honor, my glory to you. But then this Friday, it was when Jesus took all the sins of humanity and died on the cross. People were anxious about what kind of victory Jesus is gonna bring. They forgot about this humility that he was about to die on the cross for them. Well, may we not forget the sacrifice Jesus paid for all of us. So tonight, we invite you to do communion together a little bit later on. So if you still, uh, if you don't have the elements ready, you still have time to look around the house, get what you have. You know, for us tonight, you know, here's our bread, and this is a little piece of cereal, and then right here is our grape juice. But it doesn't have to be grape juice, it could be any juice. It could be water. You know, Jesus could turn wine or water into wine, so he has, it is, it is, it is the act of communion that we're gonna do together that matters tonight. This is a situation where we've never done, we've never been in before. It's an unprecedented time, but this is the time where we come together and asking for God to come into our lives but it, and then give us new life. But without this Good Friday, there is no Easter. So church, please remember, it's Friday. Jesus is dying. He is on the cross for you and I, but Sunday's coming. So I pray that this time will be an amazing time together as we come together in communion, taking, partaking body of Christ and the, and the blood of Jesus in the form of whatever you may be able to find at your house. オレンジコースト教会のグッドフライデーサービスへようこそ今日は特別な夜です今までやったことない形でこのグッドフライデーサービスを皆さんで一緒に持ちたいと思います今日この日があったからこそ私たちはイースターを迎えることができます2000年前
に預かりたいと思います。でもね、皆さん、今、お手元にあるものでいいです。本当にパンがなければ、おせんべいでもいいです。ジュースがなければ、お水でもいいです。イエス・キリストは、えー、水を前に変えられた方ですね。ブドウ酒に変えられた方ですね。だから、本当に今日、私たちが何を使って生産式をするんじゃなくて、どのような形で一つとなって生産式を受けるそしてそのイエスの十字架を思い出す、えー、そしてイースターを迎えるそんな夜になってほしいと思いますそれぞれがそれぞれの場所で生産式を持ってください今金曜日です金曜日にイエスを十字架にかけられました人々を裏切りましたでも日曜日が来ますこの金曜日の苦しみやこの死があってからこその私たち命が与えられるそのことを今日みんなもう一度心に刻んで、えー、イースターをそのあと2日、えー、3日後のこのイースターを迎えたいと思いますぜひ、えー、皆さんこの時間をもってですね一緒に礼拝をしていきましょう Thanks Pastor Toby and thank you church for joining us tonight on this、uh, Good Friday Of 2020.、Uh, you know, this has been a, a,、uh, an unusual year, a year of adjustment to be sure.、Um, you know, it's been a year that I think we've had to really、uh, press in closer to the Lord.、Um, and,、uh, you know, in this time, I, I'm really reminded of、um, just how much we need to hold on to that, that covenant that we have with Jesus, that, that promise that we have from Him. that That he is coming back for us, that he is、um, you know, preparing a place for us, that in his father's house, that he is preparing for us. And so now,、um, with you know, so much uncertainty and, and uncomfort, maybe, maybe there's this anticipation of this waiting.、Um, you know, I'm reminded of、um, that time in the Bible when. When we read about Jesus being in the upper room with his disciples, and as they partook in the Lord's Supper and they shared communion for the first time,、uh, you know, in that time there was just so much、uh, imagery that the disciples may have picked up on, the disciples may have thought about, you know, on that night as they, they took of that cup and took of that bread. And, and you know, I want to spend just a couple minutes to talk about that tonight. You know, in Jesus' time,、um, there were certain customs that surrounded marriage.、Um, and for us, you know, as the church, we're often referred to in the Bible as the bride of Christ, that Jesus is the bridegroom, that he has entered into this covenant with us, and he has paid the price, and, and he has gone, and, and he will come again to take us with him, right? And in part of understanding that, we really need to understand a little bit more about you know, what was kind of common in that time as far as you know, what did、uh, the marriage process look like. Now, at the time、uh, when Jesus was with us,、um, betrothal was the first part of that marriage、uh, process, if you will. And we may think of that kind of as our modern day engagement.、Uh, but betrothal was. Um, this establishment of the actual marriage covenant that in Jesus' time it was common that a covenant would be established and this would happen when the bridegroom had、um, you know, met and, and kind of selected his bride. He would leave、uh, his father's house 
and then he would come to the home of that prospective bride. There he would negotiate with the father of the young woman to determine uh, the price that would be paid, the, the mohar, or uh, maybe you can think of as, um, you know, it's given from uh, the bridegroom's family to the bride's family because she is going to be leaving their home and will, for the rest of her life, be with uh, the bridegroom's family. Um, and from that moment when this covenant is established, um, the couple is actually declared to be consecrated or sanctified. They're set apart exclusively for each other. So it's as if they were married. Uh, so betrothal was very serious. Maybe you remember um, Jesus' parents when we read about uh, kind of his, his birth and and we read about the days that, and the months that led up to Jesus' birth. We read about Mary, this virgin girl who is betrothed to Joseph, right? And she becomes pregnant. And at that time, we know that this was serious. I mean, Joseph, he had the legal right to, to divorce her, right? He didn't say to call off the engagement. He had the right to divorce her and to, um, you know, basically what would have been acceptable is she would have received death because it was such a serious offense um, that this adultery, this breaking of this covenant, even though they hadn't fully, in, in our mind, they hadn't completed or they hadn't had all that ceremony, that wedding celebration, but they were betrothed. They were in this marriage covenant. And so what would happen as a symbol of this um this covenant being established, this promise being established, is that the bride and the groom, they would drink from a cup of wine. And at that time, um, you know, in the bride, uh, at the bride's father's home, they would drink this cup together, and that would kind of seal this covenant or establish this covenant, I should say. Um, and after that covenant had been established, then the groom would leave the home of the bride and return to his father's house. And at that place, he would remain for several months, could even be a year, uh, give or take. And usually what was happening was at that time, uh, maybe an addition to the family home was being made where the bride and, and the, the bridegroom would, would actually live, you know, for the, the rest of their life or until other arrangements were made. But it was like, hey, I'm going away and I'm going to um, you know, we're going to add on this extra place so that there's space for our family. And then when that's done, then the bridegroom would come back to take his bride back to his father's house and to kind of finalize uh, this marriage covenant. So while the, the groom was at the father's house making all his arrangements, also the bride was making her arrangements, preparing herself to to become this, this wife, this bride. Um, and, and so there's this, this waiting time, this anticipation time. And, and that's where, you know, I think that, that we are sitting, that we are at right now, that we are waiting for our Lord to come back, to come and take us. Um, you know, it, Jesus says in, in John 14, 1 through 3, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. 
So we have that promise for our Lord that as he is going, um, you know, he's going to his father's house and, and there's many, there's lots of space in his father's house. There's space for you, there's space for me. And so we wait in anticipation for him to come again. And so that's what we, uh, we share with the disciples that as they sat there in that upper room and they understood the significance of sharing this cup of wine, that it was like this entering into covenant with the Lord. And then he continued to explain about how his body was going to be given, the price that he's paying for us. They experienced something new that night in that upper room. And we know that our Lord encouraged them to, to do that, to take this, this communion, to, to take these elements in remembrance of what he's done for us. And when we do that, we remember not only the price that he paid, but we remember the promise that he's coming again. So tonight, as we take communion together, each of us in our, in our own homes, or, or maybe you're watching this uh, and you're someplace else, in your car, or uh, you know, in your room, uh, in the office, maybe you're traveling, wherever you are, we get to share communion together. So as we prepare, continue to prepare our hearts, um, I'd like to ask Pastor Jenny to, to pray over our elements and to, to lead us in uh, scripture reading. Good evening, everyone. I'm so glad to get to spend this special communion time with all of you. As I've been praying and preparing for this time, I realized that I don't have bread in my house. I don't have grape juice in my house either. And as I've been reflecting on that, I realized how deeply grateful I am to God that he doesn't require me or us to have it all together when we come to him. That he accepts us, that when we come to him, he accepts our hearts. He receives us. So hear these beautiful, powerful words of scripture. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. And scripture continues on and says that whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Would you join me in prayer? Father God, we are deeply grateful that you accept us, that even when we are not prepared, when we don't have our lives all together, that you accept us when we bring our hearts to you. God, I ask that you would bless this communion time, bless the bread, bless the cup, as each family and each individual receives communion. Truly, we are receiving communion together one church. I ask that you would bless this time, God, that you would provide spiritual nourishment to us through this time. God, we bring our hearts to you. We, 
we place our hearts in front of you, God. We confess where we have fallen short. God, we ask your forgiveness and receive your forgiveness, and we are grateful. We pray all of this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jenny. Now we're going to take communion together. And I know this is different. It's not like normal at church when we're able to, to walk up together and, and to be in the same room and, and experience it in that way. But there is something special about us all being in our own homes and being able to take communion together with our families. And, you know, this is something that you can do uh, whenever you like. It doesn't require myself or uh, Pastor Toby or Jenny to be there with you. Uh, this is something that you can do daily in your own home in remembrance of, of what Jesus did for each of us. So like Pastor Jenny read from the scripture, Jesus, he, he took the bread at the table and he broke it. He offered it to each person at the table. And he told them that, that they would take this and eat it in remembrance of him.